Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Daddy's Your Buddy. Be an original. Trends. Trends seem to be these things that I thankfully never took to. I was able to dodge the low saggy jeans and the 14 chains hooked to your wallet. I was a poor kid that couldn't afford those things anyway. Just getting clothes that fit that weren't hand-me-downs was pretty awesome. It never seemed practical to have clothes that baggy. Also, social media isn't something that I got and kept up with until last year. Even then, people tell me I don't pay enough attention to it. I'm also very similar with TV and movies as well. I think there was like three or four seasons of Game of Thrones out before I gave it a watch. I just don't like the idea of trend chasing or bandwagoning, if you will. I actually had a friend in high school that I would tease and say, you know, you've never met a winning team you didn't like. He was big into the Michael Jordan Bulls and then it became the Kobe Bryant Lakers when they started winning titles. However, I'm not impervious to trends. I'm human and no better than anybody else. The one trend I jumped on was the vegan trend a while back. And I took it very seriously and dedicated myself to it. I figured also as an added bonus, being someone that rescues all his dogs, that I'd be saving many animal lives as well. To fuel my desire for animal saving and bettering myself, I had also watched a documentary called The Game Changers on Netflix. It was talking about vegan athletes and how superior they were to the ones that consumed meat. I started doing this myself. I bought all plant-based protein powders, which I actually use to this day, and the Impossible Burger Patties and went all in. Safe to say now, I am no longer doing the trend of veganism because, well, some really ugly truths started hitting me. A lot of the people I saw in these documentaries and doing these amazing vegan feeds were indeed on performance-enhancing drugs. Not that the meat-eating crowd was not on performance enhancers, but it definitely shined a light on the superhuman abilities of plants. Then, I realized that veganism was still killing a lot of animals. I found a lot of research, but Kevin Costner says it best in the show Yellowstone. He was talking to a vegan protester, and he asked her, Have you ever plowed a field? To plant a quinoa or sorghum or whatever the hell it is you eat. You kill everything on the ground and under it. You kill every snake, every frog, every mouse, mole, and worm, even quail. You kill them all. I guess the real question you gotta ask yourself is, how cute does an animal have to be before you care about it dying to feed you? This blew my mind, so I researched it further, and yep, it's true. How are they combating it? By growing stuff in labs that's modified. No thank you very much. So I went back to a balanced diet of clean protein and vegetables. I realized that this diet has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Keto or paleo, hunter-gatherer, people changed the name to make it sound cool and trendy, but it's been around forever. Why is that? Why has it been around forever? It's because it's an original thing that has stood the test of time. It's an original diet. And it's not just food or lifestyles. You look throughout history, there's things that are timeless and never really seem to die. For instance, Star Wars has been around since 1977. That's over 40 years ago. As of August of 2022, that universe has spawned over 12 movies and 9 TV series. And that's not including the fact that the original 3 movies were re-released in the 90s with new computer graphics and made all kinds of money all over again. While we're here, we might as well mention their books. Get ready for this. There are over 381 Star Wars books, not including comics and other media like short stories, collected stories, and, air quotes, 
Secret Story Publications. And this is a universe that all started way back when it wasn't cool to be a nerd. It wasn't until recently that things like comics and sci-fi were considered really cool. When I was in high school, you would get bullied for reading such things and being a fan of them. But those of us that did stood fast and refused to give up on what we like because we were originals. We weren't following the trends of it all. Let me give you another example. Horror movies. A lot of people love horror movies, myself included, and a lot of people want nothing to do with them, and that's fine. But if you're in your 30s or older, you can remember that you almost had to track down horror films because you weren't supposed to like them. If you did, you were weird or had deviant tendencies. Going into the video rental store to pick one up was almost like a weird back alley drug deal. As you walked to the counter with your horror film in your hand, you almost had to like hide it. Embarrassment of the other patrons in the store seeing what you had. But what's funny in all this is look at what has stood the test of time and what hasn't. If you look right now, how huge is the Disney company? It's massive. What two acquisitions really put them over the top? Marvel and Star Wars. Two things that 20 years ago you'd be viewed as a nerd or a dork for liking. And now both have billion dollar franchises that can't push out content fast enough. Another original that stood the test of time? Batman. He came out with Detective Comics number 27 back in 1939. Doing math in your head stinks, so let me just tell you that it's 83 years he's been around. How has he stood the test of time? He was an original. He wasn't a trendy, look at me kind of thing that came out. He had an original name, original look, story, and people going through hard times could really relate to someone like that. I guess that what I'm trying to say is that none of the above are trends. I've jumped on a bandwagon or so myself, but in a world full of trends, look at yourself and be an original.